0: monkeys not my circus how to mind your business one-on-one but also how to not make your problem everyone else's problems and welcome back to another episode of pearls and cucumbers the podcast i'm your host Asha pearl and thank you guys for coming back again (laughs) so i don't know um if you can hear the dryer in the background going or if this microphone sounds funny I'm trying out some new things right now um, it's Sunday it's a self-care day everyone's out the house I'm playing green team paying in the background um, well I was but I turned it off so I can record this I have uh, I did some laundry I vacuumed my house I cooked for myself I made coffee I'm about to make another cup that's gonna be decaf so I'm not losing my fucking mind and my friend Shay amazing person had these two uh, podcast microphones that she just never opened and they're bright pink and it's so fucking cute and uh, that's what I'm using right now so I'm trying out to see how I feel about it Um, The other microphone is like a little older, but I really do like it because that was a microphone my friend Ari gave me. And actually, it's funny that um, I'm mentioning the microphones that I use because they were both given to me by people that really do believe in, um, I guess, my vision and my creativity and just want me to do better for myself. So thank you guys so much for letting me um, use your podcast mics, and hopefully at one point I will buy my own. (laughs) So... Let's do a little quick recap on last week's episode titled Don't Bark In My Face featuring Chewie, who's actually sleeping next to me right now. Um, so hopefully you don't hear him this episode because he's not featured in this episode. <laughs> um, I talked a little bit about working at the restaurant. I talked about um, just what I, it, it was more of like a, wow, this is crazy that this is still going on and I feel so strongly about it. Um, and it was... It was in addition to the episode prior that talked about the same things. It was called, um, it's the disrespect for me. And I talked. and the reason why I titled it don't bark at my face is because she was barking, not in my face, but he was barking. And I really kept g- coming back and mentioning this woman that was yelling and pointing in my face because she didn't have a table with a view. And I talked about basically being kinder to people, thinking about their perspectives and you know more of like a venting like this is this i'm, I'm tired of it was it was funny because when i was in therapy i remember telling my therapist when i was really done with working in the place i was working at um i was like i keep passing table 71 and every time i pass table 71 i i just think why am i still here why am i still passing the same table it just felt like i was in an endless loop it felt like i was in groundhog's day and i fucking hated it. So um, it it, it was more of like I was feeling that way right before I went on vacation. This episode, it's going to be sort of a continuation of it because things keep happening and it keeps making me think about more content, but more importantly, more things to sort of, more PSAs to put out there, more things to sort of mention because obviously people um, don't feel like it's a priority to be kind to one another. And um, I did mention briefly about, because I didn't want to put people's business out there, that there was 2 coworkers in particular, one that was being very nasty and shady to the other because of either a promotion or just a different position in the company um, and how it got to me at some point, And it wasn't like a savior complex I had. It was more of just like a, it was like an instinct. How are you being so disrespectful to this person that simply is coming here, minding their business and doing their job? And there's something that Shay says all the time, which is funny, um, and I've quoted it before, and I can I can see how people can think it's like low key racist, but it's not. It's really, it's very much um, how to mind your own business one on one. And she says, uh, "Not my monkey, not my circus," and it and it resonated with me many times because there's very there's a lot of times where people start screaming at you, but you can tell it's about something else or just screaming in general, and it's like. I don't need to step in in this moment because it's just going to make me more upset. It's going to pull me into whatever energy that they're um, being pulled into. And it's funny, actually, as I'm saying this, let me pull up my Instagram right now. I was, um, I just reposted on my story. By, this, by the time this comes out, you won't see it. But um, if you go to Vibrational Medicine, um, their Instagram, it's, um, I'm pretty sure it's an Instagram that's run and the company is run by Miriam um, Hasna. Who uh often does like a lot of collabs with uh Hey Friend Hey from the Friend Zone. And you know, what they come out it the, the bio says plant spirits that work with the subtle bo- the subtle bodies, finely tuned for highly sensitives. We don't do readings created by the flower princess and Miriam Hasna So um she posted something today and it was a daily reminder. Notice how you feel when you interact with someone else's energy. There is Important information there, but equally important notice the stories you begin to tell yourself about how someone made you feel Realize how mental stories are not the same thing as intuition. Ooh I read it before and I reposted it and I was like that was like a beautiful message I really needed it in the moment and you know It's funny how things how the universe and how God sort of allows these things to sort of come into your awareness but rereading it again reading it out loud It just it resonates differently again and it sort of reinforces um the be kind to one another and to check your energy before you're sort of projecting onto other people um i was i was going through i i'm in the midst of i don't want to say i'm in the midst of going through something like everyone's going through something but you know my mind has been more preoccupied lately um with like my family and things that are sort of going on in there. And there's like good things and, and bad things and just confusing things going on with my immediate and my extended family. So, you know, that's, that's like a constant thing that's on my mind. Um, but that's why it's so important that today I wake up early and do things like self care, do make my coffee, listen to music. I want to listen to do the laundry so I don't have to worry about it before I go to work tomorrow and things like that. So, um the reason I bring up that message and being kind to one another and like stepping out of yourself figuring out if you're if what your next step is going to be is harmful or helpful which is like one of the hardest things it's so easy to say like you know take a step back think about like your next action thinking about your next move before you make it but it's It's even harder when you're about to do something reactionary, when you're about to do something that um, is purely based off of, like, this happened, so now I'm going to react this way, and not based off of, like, logic or based off of, okay, I understand that my reaction to this person is based off the energy that they're projecting towards me, but I also have to step outside of myself for a moment and either step away from the situation or respond accordingly, not based on their energy, but based on logic, based on how uh, you, you've, based on how you've been raised, based on like like what's so psycho, shake that your mama gave you. My mom and dad did not raise me to be an asshole. That's plain and simple. Like you know, my mom and my dad, they both have their flaws. They have their. Um, They they have everyone has their things and my parents have both um, even though I didn't grow up in a um, like I grew up in a broken household um, and I had like like you know extended I have a half sister I had extended families I had families that weren't really my blood family but you know they were still there and not whatever the case may be like everyone has their stuff but my parents ultimately didn't raise me to like be hateful and be nasty and like you know even the times where it's like if somebody hits you hit them back like yeah you're not going to punk me i'm not going to like <laughs> i'm not going to sit there and take you like hit, like smack it up on me or just being a dick to me but i'm also um not going to say things out of like malicious intent i'm not going to see you being nasty to someone or see you being nasty to me and then say something 10 times nastier because what does that really prove that just allow- that just that just shows that you got to me I let your bad energy get to me and then I continue to project that energy and then nothing gets resolved. It just continues to be an endless vicious cycle of nastiness, allegedly, uh, assen- allegedly, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> so I say all this to say, um, again, be kinder to one another. This isn't the end of it, but I just, <laughs> uh, th- this was like a tangent that I went off on and I was, I, 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 I woke up, thinking about my friend and how this person has been struggling not not really struggling but just being berated by another for what feels like no reason at all and it sucks like it sucks when it happens to me but it really sucks when it happens to somebody that I care about because I have that like like low key like motherly instinct like i want to swoop in and i want to help and i want to make them feel better and i just want to hurt whoever's hurt them i do the same thing with with uh with lamar with my with my uh with my partner it's like I, I, I if if he's struggling in school or something if there's like a test that's coming up and he's studying really hard but you know there's like a little bit of like um that he's struggling a little bit, I just want to take the test for him. Like I want, or I want to tell the teacher, can you just push it back so he has an extra time to study? As if he's not a grown ass man in college. Like it's very, it's very, it's it's a motherly instinct, but then it's also like, it's the instinct to want to make your friends and your family and your loved ones feel better. So, I think when I, I understand like a protective instinct for yourself, I understand like I oh, I feel like my livelihood or my um, friendship with this person or my way of life is being threatened. Like, how do I, by any means necessary, I'm going to protect that. And I get that. I totally get that. I, I, get, I get anxious when I feel like my space is being infringed upon. I feel, I feel upset when I feel like um, my boundaries are being crossed when I feel like someone's in my personal space and uh, they're purposely there to make me feel uncomfortable and I have the instinct to wanna protect myself and a lot of times it comes out in anger because that's just, that's my instinct. That's um, unfortunately, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to you know break down those walls and, and even break down and understand why I feel like my instinct has to be anger and not understanding and just talking with someone like, hey, listen, this is a little too close for comfort for me. I mean, those are uncomfortable conversations to have, so it's very understandable to to want to just be angry and be like, "Yo, back the fuck up." <laughs> but at the same time, I don't know. I I, I think that uh, if someone crosses your boundaries, it it makes more sense to just be like, "Listen, I'm uncomfortable with this." But but it also makes sense to angry I don't know but I also don't like being uh, labeled the angry black woman that's that's probably um, that's a that's a disgusting and harmful uh, assumption and trope that for so long um, black people have black women have been subjected to and um, you know although I can go (laughs) I can go on a whole other podcast episode about um, colorism and you know proving my blackness, and also being frustrated that um, some people see me as too black, some people see me as not black enough. Oh my gosh, a fly just flew in my face. Not today, Satan. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a whole other tangent I can get in on. But, but you know, I, I don't want to be seen as the angry black woman. I don't want to see be seen as an angry person. But I also uh, I, I also don't want to be feared, where it's like, oh well, Asha's Asha's upset. Like I don't want to get Asha upset, so I'm gonna back up. And like a lot of times, when you go, when you leave a space and then come back to a space where people have seen that side of you, um, they sort they continue to project that stuff onto you, even when you've changed, even when you've grown from that time of your life. So that's another thing to take into account is that um, not not just people that don't know you being nasty to you or being jealous or being whatever towards you and projecting that energy onto you even people that have seen a side of you before you were on a journey of healing before you really got to understand your feelings and dissect them and try to better yourself and you know take moments like I'm taking now where I have my self-care Sundays where um you know I go for walks I'll hang out with uh, my roommate's dog where I'll listen to a podcast, listen to a sermon, read a book, things like that. And, you know, things that I didn't realize were so important to me when I start doing things that are important to me and then people see you again that knew you from a point where you weren't taking time for yourself, where you weren't having your self-care Sundays, where you didn't love yourself and you didn't love the situation you were in. And then they take that old energy that you've had and they project it onto you and they try to get bring that side out of you again. And, um, you also have to be aware of that. You have to be aware of people that are trying to make you put you back in a place that you have grown from, you know? And, uh, both, both me and my friend that are, that have gone through both of those situations. It's funny when we like talk about it and it's funny because I didn't, I didn't realize how, important it was to sort of keep god in my mind when things like that happened and today i was telling her like i was like listen every time something bad happens where it feels like someone's trying to demean you where it feels like someone's trying to um bring you down to their level or project their nonsense onto you just look up and say thank you god and the reason was and i was telling my mom about this too is the reason is Um, Thank you God for putting me in this situation where um, I'm able to continue to do my job and just because this one person doesn't feel like I'm doing it well doesn't mean that I'm not. Thank you God for allowing me the the, um, what's the word? Not like the consciousness or not the state of mind. Oh my gosh, I want to think of the word. The uh, clearness, I guess. The clearness of my mind to know like this is a moment. This this is a bad moment, not a bad life. This is a bad moment, not a bad day. This is a uncomfortable state that I'm in right at this moment. But I know that this too shall pass. And I think that when you put um, whether whether you believe in God or not, whether you believe in Allah, whether you believe in just the universe, whether you believe in I don't want I don't I don't think that um, atheists believe in nothing. But but if you believe in Science, if you believe, because you can believe in all of those things. Honestly, I believe, I believe that there is something to like the moon and and uh, and, and God. I believe there's something to astrology and um, and religion. I believe that all of those things, to a certain extent, are cohesive. Um, I I do I do think that when you keep those keep in mind that you know the universe isn't against you. It's this person <laughs> in this moment. You know, God doesn't hate you. There's, there's, there's something to be learned in this moment. There's something, there's a glass wall to be broken through, a glass ceiling to be broken through in this moment. And if you keep that in mind, you'll only keep breaking through those glass ceilings. You'll only keep getting better. If you continue to take a step back out of yourself and not allow that energy into your space, you'll only be better for it what a wellness segment on a self-care Sunday yes bitch (laughs) let me stop yes we are gonna get into um a little bit of skincare okay I need to take care of my skin I am getting older my body is changing I'm realizing my diet needs to change so I did so realizing my skincare routine needs to change so I did so if you remember when I first started the podcast, which was not that long ago, but um, my first one of my first wellness segments, I think, was my skincare routine. And initially, it was just shea butter. Uh, literally everywhere. I would just wash my face with whatever body cleanser I had. I would use shea butter, um, rose water, and rosehip oil. I still use all of those things occasionally. Um, the serum that I use is still rose, wa- uh, rose water. Uh, the moisturizer is still generally, uh, shea butter. Um, but, uh, I incorporated more things. I started to learn more about skincare and what's important about it. Um, what the different things do, the different sequences I should be, uh, or like the, the sequence in which I should be applying everything. So, my friend Shay, once again, I only have like three friends. <laughs> My friend Shay went to uh, Lush, and there's only like a couple of them around here. And um, they have these refrigerated face masks. And um, they only last like a few weeks, I'm pretty sure. I think they're like created at the beginning of the month and they have to throw them out by the end of the month. So at the end of the month, they start just giving you them for free because they're like, listen, they have to be, they're going to be thrown out anyway. So if you want to use this for the last week, it's not going bad, then here you go. So she got um, Glen Coco and, oh my gosh, what's the other one called? Um, Glen Coco and BB Seaweed, it's a seaweed mask. The Glen Cocoa is, um, like, it has cocoa powder and stuff in it. So the first night that she got it, we came home from work, I used the Glen Cocoa, she used the seaweed mask. And then I was like, listen, I need some more things incorporated in my my skincare routine because I've been stressed. I've been breaking out a little bit more. My skin, uh, even though it's usually, like, oily in the summer and dry in the winter, it seems like it's dry right now. I don't know if it's because of what i've been using or like you know what's going on but like i'm breaking out and my skin's dry what do i do so initially i used the glen coco that made me my skin super super soft um it felt like it was like drawing out a lot of like the oils and stuff and that um but but in addition to moisturizing like i don't know how it works but that's how it felt that's how it felt so um i went to uh lush uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Listen, I usually make a sugar scrub, so um, and I'll probably make it soon." But uh, I saw this—I think it was probably like Taste Made or something—but I saw a sugar scrub, and I made it where it's, um, you know, castor sugar. Um, I put like a cup of walnut oil. I put a few drops of grapefruit essential oil, and then I take the zest from a grapefruit and I mix that all up in there and that was like my favorite scrub for a really really long time i just haven't gotten essential oil in a while like a a grapefruit oil and i have walnut oil and sugar um but I, i don't eat grapefruits i don't really like them but um it smells amazing and it really really feels good and i used to do it when i was working at the school and i would have to take the train at like five in the morning i would use that scrub and it would like wake me up and brighten up my skin and i loved it And I just hadn't felt like it was necessary in a while. But I might make it again because, again, this episode's about, like, you know, caring about yourself and being kind and, you know, not projecting your bullshit. So if I feel like my skin looks bad, I get upset and I'm nasty to everybody. So I don't want to be like that. So I need to make sure my skincare routine is on point. So um, when I went to Lush, I got a, uh, I think it was an ocean salt scrub. And it's like... Uh, salt and I know there's like vodka infused in it which makes it like you know they they have a version where there's no vodka like for people that don't uh, like to use or have alcohol for religious reasons but the vodka I don't know what that does but it I felt my my skin like kind of stinging a little bit but it felt like refreshed afterwards so in order this is what I put on my skin I start with the seaweed mask because I tried that the other day and I was like, hmm, I might like this better. So I put the BB seaweed mask on and you leave it on for 15 minutes. You rinse it off with warm water. I pat dry. Then I use the ocean salt scrub. Scrub it real quick. Take it off. Rinse it off. Pat dry. And then I wash my face. I have a organic black soap. African black soap. I love it so much. Not the Shea Moisture one. The Shea Moisture one smells really good and it's still good. But, um, there's, there's too many ingredients in it. And like the African, the original like organic African black soap is not even black. It's like brown and spots and stuff. There's like a bunch of different ingredients in it, but it's like all organic, all vegan, super, super, super good for you. So I use the app, the the scrub, the African black soap as my cleanser, my face clay. I only use it on my face. Wash it off, whatever. After I'm done, I start with the serum. I do um. What is it? The rose water, and then I do the shea butter as my moisturizer, and then I finish. I'll alternate. Usually in the mornings, I will do the rose hip oil, but in the evenings, I still do the same thing, and then I'll do a um. There is another thing I got from Lush. It's an argan oil bar. So literally, it's an argan oil face bar, and it's so good. It smells amazing. The first time I used it was my cousin's wedding in 2019. She gave us all, like, little Lush um, uh, gift bags for being her bridesmaids. And I remember I was like, wow, I've never even heard of Lush because I live under a rock. And ever since then, I've been obsessed with it. I remember she gave me, like, a lavender... um, like hand lotion, which I want to get again, but they only make them like seasonally But they still have this argan oil face oil And I remember using it on the morning of the wedding and getting oil all over my bridesmaid dress But I was like, I'm so sorry, but now I smell amazing. So I don't care <laughs> but If if there's nothing else that you get because it sounds like a really involved skincare routine like it's a lot of stuff Honestly for me, it's it's uh helped me go to bed and help me wake up in the morning because I have this routine now I know I wake up early because I want to get all of these things done and then also have time to do other things. So it sort of helps me get ready for the day and get ready for the evening. But if there's nothing else that you choose to use from the skincare routine, depending on like your age or, you know, your, the, the state of your skin, I would definitely, definitely, definitely invest in the argan oil bar. They have like a bunch of other oil bars where it's literally, it looks like a bar of soap. Literally, you just rub it in your hands and it's oil and you rub it on your face and it's like, oh my God, I'm glowing. I look like I just came off of an island. (laughs) So yeah, that's my skincare routine and I'm sticking to it. Now it's time for the end of the show. Don't tell me this wraps up another episode of Pearls and Cucumbers, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I'm tired. It's Sunday. I'm chilling. I did this is honestly like a surprise to me. I really just like um was doing laundry and testing out this like new equipment and stuff, and um, and then I was like, you know what? I'm in the spirit. Let me just do this episode right now. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening, for your support. Thanks for being there for me. Whether you're sending me positive vibes, whether you're, you know silently rooting for me whether you repost my episodes on your instagram on your twitter on tiktok whatever thank you i appreciate you more than i could ever ever begin to verbalize i love 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 y'all and keep your head up we need to keep being kind to each other <laughs> bye